Episode 4, Back on Track. Something about that song right there, it gives me that, that Sunday vibe. It, it, it gives me that Sunday vibe. The video was, was amazing. So, like I said before, it's always good to hear Nip's voice on, on any type of tracks. Um... Shout out to, to Lauren London. I know she's still holding it down. Definitely still holding it down. She she's definitely a soldier, a strong soldier. Strong, beautiful black woman she is. She's still holding it down. But yeah, happy belated to Nip. I know I started last episode with a Nipsey track. But it's something about his music that, that, you know, it just brings you to a place that you just, you just want to be at, man. It just brings you to a, a vibe, a moment. So, you know, shout out to the, uh, the listeners, um, that, that tuned in for last week's episode, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you was listening from, appreciate the love. Um, shout out to to everybody out there on this this early Monday morning grind. You know, trying to get the week started and just have a positive week, man. Um, go out and get it. Go out and get it, man. Had a lot going on within the past week. Or so, so we got a we got a couple of things we want to touch on. Um, first, we want to start with updating the no no of the week from last week, uh, the Rich Paul rule. Um, the NCAA they did the right thing, and they overturned what they were trying to do um, in regards to not allowing agents to represent players trying to go professional. They overturned that rule, and now you don't have to have a bachelor's degree in order to represent those players. I mean, that you know, they did the right thing. I could see that they knew where that was going. It was not going to be a good look for them, especially based on all the other things they got going on. Um, but they, they did the right thing. And so shout out to Rich Paul for, for being a... Uh, a trendsetter and a pioneer 
and leading this new wave of what, what could be, you know, which could be something beneficial for everybody, being able to represent players, um, not only for, for uh, African Americans, but for all other races, though. So this is something that that could be beneficial for everybody. So it's, it's a good thing the NCAA did overturn that rule. So shout out to the NCAA. I want to give another update um, from a couple weeks ago in the ASAP Rocky case. He's been found guilty, which is crazy. No jail time, but, you know, he got to pay some money, which is which is what it seemed like it was about to begin with. Um, they want him to pay a little fine or, or whatever. And, and somehow he has to pay for being harassed. I don't understand it. I've never been to Sweden, so I wouldn't know anything about their their laws or things of that nature. But, I mean, how he's found guilty based on the video that, that is out there is beyond me. So I don't want to... I don't want to really touch base on it too much. But, yeah, ASAP... Guilty. Uh, I mean, you you could kind of say you've seen that coming a mile away. Just because of the fact that they harassed him the whole time. They kept him in that jail cell. They, you know, they didn't want to see him. They want, they tried to make an example out of him. And unfortunately, um, they did make an example out of him in regards to you know, it doesn't matter if you're famous or not. You're gonna rep- you're gonna respect their laws and, and their authority over there. That's that's basically what it seems like. For sure, we know he he wasn't guilty, but that you know, Sweden they they wanted to try to set a precedent for what they trying to do out there. Um, I don't like it not one bit. I don't like it not one bit, but. You know, fortunately for him, he does not have to go back over there. And hopefully he he does not go back over there. And as far as I'm concerned, Sweden should still be on the cancel list for, for black performers. Um, if you're in the hip-hop culture and you're thinking about doing a show in Sweden, you need to think again because they, ain't, they don't like us over there apparently and they're not playing no games. They will lock you up. It don't matter what you got going on. They will they will lock you up. So you gotta you gotta kinda chill out over there. I think they should still be canceled in the culture. Hopefully they are. Speaking of the culture, um the the talk of this week has has been about Jay Z, the NFL, Colin Kaepernick. I mean the whole thing that that has has taken over. Uh all the sports channels, um, all the the radio shows, all I mean this this Jay Z thing is 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 very major. So I mean it, there's a lot of things to say about this. A lot of people have had things to say about this. I'ma just say this. I'ma just say this, man. I mean, Jay Z is is partnering with the NFL to participate in the halftime show of this year's Super Bowl. 
of course, we know the whole thing with the Colin Kaepernick and the kneeling and the social injustices uh, based on, you know, why Colin Kaepernick was kneeling. And now Jay-Z performing and partnering with the NFL to perform at halftime um, appears to be somewhat of an issue to some people. Um, for me, not so much. I I kind of want to see where it goes. Also, we have the whole thing about Jay-Z um, potentially being a part owner of an NFL franchise. Now, what what Jay-Z has said is that the kneeling, you know, that Colin Kaepernick has done um, to fight these injustices has been has been the strong movement. His his thought, the whole thing now is is where, where do we go from here? He's not he's not saying anything negative about the kneeling or, or saying that we should no longer kneel. He just wants to know what's the next move from here. And a lot of people, uh, particularly Eric Reed, have a problem with that. Um, Eric Reed is still employed by the NFL. He does have some strong feelings towards what Jay-Z is doing. He he appears to think that what Jay-Z is doing is, is not a positive thing for the NFL. So... <laughs> I mean, he he thinks that Jay-Z is kind of downplaying the kneeling. Um, and partially, you know, what, what Eric Reed has said is Jay-Z's never taken a kneel. Who is he to say that we are past kneeling? And and I you know Eric Reed is is a good guy. I, I can't say anything about Eric Reed. He's he's been, you know, he's been on the front lines of this movement since the beginning. He's one of Cap's partners. He he's also filed a grievance against the NFL. Um, the only difference between you know him and Kaepernick is that Eric Reed still has a job. He's still collecting paychecks. Now I'm not going to say that him collecting paychecks is. Is a bad thing because he, you know, they're still messing with him. Eric Reed was drug tested out of 16 weeks last year, I believe 10 or 11 weeks. So it's not, it's not as if he's the most liked person in the NFL. I mean, to be randomly selected 10 weeks, 11 weeks out of 16 to, to do a drug test looks like they're picking with you. I mean, that that's just what it looks like. They're trying to catch him slipping. They don't want him in the NFL. But there's no way to, to kind of blackball him right now the way they did Kaepernick. If they could, they probably would. So, he's he, you know, he thinks that what Jay-Z is doing is kind of despicable. He has a, he has a lot of negative things to say. But, um, you know... Eric Reed, he's entitled to his opinion. He he feels as if Jay-Z is kind of being a hypocrite by being a supporter and now trying to become part owner. My thing about about what Eric Reed's take is is that Jay-Z has always been for the culture. He's always done what's best for the culture um for, you know, African Americans. Um his track record is impeccable. 
So, you know, Talif Bowder stories, um, speaking up on, on all issues. Uh, I mean, he his track record is it speaks for itself. So for me to sit here and kind of say anything negative, and for anyone for that matter, to say, to say anything negative about what, what Jay-Z is trying to do, I think is jumping the gun. I mean, you know, obviously he he's trying to make some changes, and the only way to make changes is to get it is to get inside. So, it's kind of hard for for us as for us as uh, African Americans to want to see things different in the NFL, to want to see make sure that uh, Colin Kaepernick kneeling is not going over anybody's head and make sure that, that you know, the, the real issue is is being addressed, which is the, the social injustices of, of African-Americans. We need somebody in there. We need we need somebody in there, flat out. So now now he's in there, and now, now we have to see, we have to take a wait-and-see approach to to exactly what's going to happen. I think that in order to make change, we have to first be open to somebody leading the way to initiate this change. And and I salute Jay-Z for stepping to the forefront and trying to initiate change. Now, I do recall a couple years ago, um, around maybe around when the when Colin Kaepernick first started kneeling, was Puffy and Colin Kaepernick were potentially trying to team up to buy part ownership stake in the Carolina Panthers. I believe that was the team it was, and nobody nobody said a thing about it then. There there wasn't any any backlash, any flack, or, or anything of that nature um, going on. When when Puffy tried to, to to partner and be part owner of the the Panthers, so the fact that it's it's Jay Z right now and and he's getting a whole lot of flack is is kind of confusing to me. So we we will see where this goes. We we will see where this goes. Like I said, I'll take a sit back and wait and see approach. But I have full trust in Jay Z though. Full trust that he's going to do what what is best for us. So I have no other reason to think anything other than that. Um, so we, we will wait and find out. I don't think anybody should be jumping the gun in particular to see what is going on and what he may or may not be doing. We just gotta sit back and wait, man. That that that's that's the bottom line. We gotta sit back and wait and see where this goes. Um, Colin Kaepernick has reached his three-year mark um, since he first took a knee, and he put out a video that was very, very powerful. Um, you know, it had a lot of what he was. Processing about in the video, 
Um, yeah, the video was, was very, very powerful. So, shout out to, to, to Colin Kaepernick. And, 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 you know, Colin, he, he's definitely been blackballed. And you can't, you can't tell me that there's no way in the world that there are, um, let's see, what is it, 30, 31 teams, NFL, maybe three quarterback team, that there's three quarterbacks a team, 30 teams in the NFL. So let's just say, give or take 90, um, maybe a little bit less than 90 quarterbacks on the roster. Some, some, some teams keep two quarterbacks. Um, you can't tell me that there's no room for Colin Kaepernick to get a job. There are some bums at the at the backup position that I know Kaepernick is better than. Kaepernick has been to the Super Bowl. Let's let's not you know what I mean. Let's not act like he's just some bum out here. Like Colin Kaepernick has been to the Super Bowl and, and came within a play of winning the Super Bowl. So let's just let's let's not act like he is a bum out here. They, I mean, people acting like this dude is a complete scrub. He's kind of on the same situation that Melo was in. Uh, truth be told, and he just can't get a job. But come on, man! Like there are dudes out there that are terrible backups. That I know for a fact that he is way better than. I mean, I ain't gonna say way better, but they don't have the same resume that he got. Like they don't have the same resume that he has for for a little bit. There's not. I mean, how many quarterbacks have even been to the Super Bowl in the last ten or so years? Um, off the top of my head, I could think. I mean, of course, Tom Brady. Um. You know, Philly had their little, their little run. Uh, Nick Foles. Um, I'm trying to. I did like. I'm trying to even think like how many quarterbacks have been there. So, uh, Seattle, Russell Wilson, I think Cam Newton, Peyton Manning. Like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like in the last in the last ten, fifteen years, there's only been a certain amount of quarterbacks that have actually been to the Super Bowl. And Colin Kaepernick is one of those quarterbacks. Eli Manning, I think he's been there. Uh, man, yeah, I'm yeah. So, I mean, he he deserves a job. He should he should have a job. But you know, the whole kneeling situation has has completely blackballed him, and it's really unfortunate. But he he's you know he's kept pushing. He's still pushing the agenda. Um, it's something that he is standing firm on, and I think he needs to he needs to kind of take Jay Z's back in this whole situation instead of not taking his back and making sure that you know he needs to kind of have some sort of positive impact on this thing. If he would like to see his kneeling be beneficial towards, you know, what he was trying to make it beneficial towards. So I think that him and him and Jay-Z need to have a conversation. Obviously, I mean, obviously I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that him and Jay-Z have had a conversation. I don't think that Jay-Z just went and jumped out there 
without speaking with Colin Kaepernick about what he was trying to do in regards to ownership in the halftime show. I think that that be a little that's a little crazy to think that they ain't even speak. So I, I think Eric Reed has to understand that as well. Um, but let let's not let's not act like yeah, I'm thirsty. Let's not act like they ain't have a conversation. I highly, highly doubt that they didn't have a conversation about what what Hove was getting ready to do. So shout out to Hove. It's a weird flex, you know what I mean, being a part owner or potentially being a part owner of an NFL team. That's a weird flex, though. But, you know, okay. I like it, man. I like it. Also had we also had Nikki Nikki Minaj all over the place this week. Um Nikki has her show Queen Radio which I I got to start tuning in to Queen Radio cuz she be having the craziest guest and I and I can tell that the show is fire because Nikki is entertaining. There's nothing about her that's that's not box office. Everything she does is box office. So she she did a show on Cream Radio. She had Joe Button on the show. Apparently that kind of went left, um, and Nikki ended up. She ended up kind of uh, cussing Joe Button out, and kicking kicking him off the show. Um, but then she proceeded to then you know join Joe Button and them on on Joe Button's show. So. Uh, you know, shout out to Nikki. Um, she did end up going on the pod, on the Joe Button pod, and she, you know, she she voiced her opinion, man. She she voiced her opinion about a, a lot of things. Um, one of the highlights was was her cussing out Rory about being bullied on the internet. And she she has a, she had a good point about that in regards to not somebody that's not in her shoes. Remind you, Nicki Minaj is is one of the greatest female rappers of all time. She she has a following. I, I don't know how many followers she got, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say she has millions of followers. Um. And she receives a lot of criticism sometimes. Don't get me wrong. She has the barbs. The barbs got her back. And they'll they'll jump on you. They're like the beehive. They'll jump on you. You don't want to mess with them barbs. Those barbs will jump on you. You know, I've seen people back down from the barbs. Say, oh, they don't want no parts of them barbs. So they, people will, you know, they'll, they'll jump on you. But Nicki Minaj is human. Um, when things are said on the internet, they affect her. Rory's Rory's point about that is that she could easily ignore it, um, easily log off, et cetera, et cetera. But um, based on what Nikki was saying is that you're not just going to let nobody sit there and just say a bunch of lies about you. It's, it's not going to happen. Like and you don't wanna and you don't wanna you don't wanna sit there and just let people spread rumors and, and not defend yourself. So I, I could feel her on that on that 
on that right there is that, I mean, there's only but so much that a human can take. So if you want to make things up and you want to say bad things and, and, and make up lies and whatnot and what forth, then, yeah, you might get checked. You you might get checked. And that's basically what she is saying. At the end of the day, she's a human being. She's she is a megastar and and let's let's uh let's establish that that she's not a superstar. Nicki Minaj is a megastar. There's not that many megastars out there that are that are uh you know representing the the uh the culture. Eminem would be a megastar. Nicki Minaj, I believe is a megastar. Dr. Dre, I believe is a megastar. Snoop Dogg um, is a megastar. Jay-Z, I believe, is a megastar. Ed Sheeran, I believe, is a megastar. Like, there's, you know what I mean? Taylor Swift, like, there, Taylor Swift, I believe, is a megastar. I mean, there, there's not, a, I mean, there's a difference between a superstar and a megastar. So let, let's establish that. But Nikki is, is a megastar. And she basically said that she is affected by people saying things that are not true about her online. And I can completely understand that. Nobody wants to be lied on. And of course, you got to stick up for yourself. Um, She also spoke about a couple other things uh, that Joe Button had talked about with her in regards to um, rolling out records. So, Nikki did set the record straight in regards to the Hot Girl Summer song and the Meg Thee Stallion live session that they had on on Instagram Live. And she did say, she said that that was not planned. She she did set the record straight. Joe Button did kind of say that. He thought that that whole thing was planned. And the record was already done prior to them going on IG Live and et cetera, et cetera. Nicki Minaj shut that down very quickly. And she also said that's the second time that Joe Button has done that. And he also did that with Motorsport when he thought that that record was also planned and it was part of, you know, they were trying to roll out a record. Um, in regards to rolling out records, everybody has their own way of, of rolling out projects and how they want to do it. It it did seem kind of convenient that her and Meg Thee Stallion got on live. Um, next thing you know, we got a record. So it did seem kind of convenient. Nikki Nikki basically shut that down and said that, no, this is not how it went down. We did not have that pre-planned. What we had was a conversation. She wanted to hop on live, and then, boom, a record comes right out of it. That That's just that. So, um, you know, good interview. I will say that. Shout out to uh, Joe Button for getting the interview. Um, cause Nikki ain't been on the Breakfast Club. It don't seem like in a minute. I don't. I don't know what what their little beef is, but apparently there there may be some sort of some sort of tension between her and Charlemagne. And she also Nikki also spoke about DJ Envy, and and Envy uh, saying some things about her that she didn't like as far as. She thought that her and Envy were friends. Um, 
Envy does, you know, he stated that he has nothing but love for Nicki Minaj. But I do recall, and I could be wrong, but I do recall him having a problem with Nicki Minaj coming at the DJs, DJ Self in particular, about playing records and things like that. So I, I do recall Envy having a little issue with Nicki over that. But I don't think it extended anything beyond that. I don't think it, it was a major a major problem. But looking forward to uh, Nikki, you know, whatever else she got going on, features, other things. She did She did also state her claim as, as being a top female rapper in the game. I think she's up there. I'm not going, I'm not going to um, act like she's not. But we would also like to, uh, we would also like to, Salute to other female rappers in the game, such as Remy, Dej Loaf, Cardi, and I, I think it's time. I think it's time for us to to do some appreciation for Remy Ma. Like I, I definitely think it's time for that, but we we'll get into that. Um, we'll get into that another episode. But it's time for for Remy Ma to get her flowers too. Um, I want to switch lanes to the no-no of the week. Everybody knows. I mean, it's been if you've been on the internet the last couple days, the last week or so, you know that Fifty and this Tycoon weekend is all over the place, man. I am, I am so mad. I ain't in New York for this. The pool party. I mean, I guess it went down yesterday. It looked super lit. They had the water guns. They had fabulous. Uh, Snoop was there, Envy, I mean, Casanova, I mean, the joint, it, it, it looked crazy, man, 50, 50 not a thug party, that's for sure, I mean, he got the whole thing going this weekend, he got the party today, he got the power premiere tomorrow uh, at Madison Square Garden, you know, that's going to be lit, uh, so the Tycoon Weekend, man, they they rolling around with bats that got Tycoon on it. They rolling around with with all the water guns at the party. Like, I mean, this joint looked lit, man. I, I can't even stunt. But the none of the week goes to Wendy Williams, who, for some reason, tried to get into the Tycoon party, okay? And... And of course, fifty eight letter in, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's that's just that's hilarious, man. The fact that she she thought she was just going waltz up to waltz up to fifty's party and and just come in there like they ain't had, like they don't got no type of beef or nothing. So of course he ain't, of course he ain't let her in. You know what I mean? And now she's looking crazy. Like now she come, she's looking crazy, and she can't get into the party. Like, come on, Wendy, you you had to know better than that. Like you you had to know better than that to think that you was gonna roll up in the fifties party. Y'all done had all sorts of beef. He been posting pictures about you. You been talking about him. It been going back and forth. It been going on for a long time. You had to know. That she was not getting in that party. I mean, and if you was gonna try to go in the party and squash the beef, you should have squashed the beef 
way before you thought about going in the party. <laughs> way, way before you thought about going in the party. The fact that you thought that that was going to ride is, is beyond me. So, for that, you definitely get the no-no of the week, man. It it goes out to you. It 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 <laughs> it's funny. You picked the biggest party of the year to try to get into and get played. And yeah, man, it didn't look good. Of course he put you on Instagram. Fifty fifty was not going for that, man. <laughs> fifty was not going for that. Yo, put you right on IG, blew you, blew you up, blew, blew up your spot immediately. Oh man, blew up your spot immediately, man. And it, it, it hilarious, man. Shout out to fifty. I can't wait for this weekend. The power, power, uh, new season starts this Sunday. It looks like it's gonna be fire. I've been watching old episodes of Power for the last, I, I believe, couple weeks. New York is covered in nothing but Power. All you see is is posters, billboards, all types of crazy stuff. I mean, it's it's going to be lit, man. I mean, New York right now is, is on fire, man. 50 got the city on fire. But I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I want to know if Angela's dead. She got shot at the end of the last episode. I want to know if she's dead. Apparently, she's not because that would definitely be big news, and, and I think people would already know that. It appears as if she's not dead. Ghost may have saved her. Tommy Tommy, and Ghost definitely going to have some beef about that. But all the stuff that, that Tommy done done for Ghost, man, I mean, Ghost, man, it's, it's hard for him to be mad at Tommy for shooting Angela, man, especially being the fact that she brought a lot of drama to that to their life, a lot of drama. So I'm I'm interested to to see where that goes, man. I can't wait this Friday, power, new season. Let's get it, man. We ready, man. Let's get it. Speaking of fifty and 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 power and TV shows like that, I want to give a shout out to uh, Irv Gotti. And I know him and 50 is, is uh, enemies, but I want to give a shout-out to Irv Gotti and that Tales series, man. Oh, my goodness, man. That Tales that, that come on BT, the series is fire. Every episode has been official. It's must-watch TV, man. I don't know why it's not getting talked about more, but I watched... Um, the, well, first of all, let me give you a little recap about what Tales is. Tales are, are episodes that are based on songs. Okay, songs in the hip-hop. And hip hop, um, and they are our episodes that come on BET. And the episodes, like I said, are related to the songs. So the last, the last uh, episodes that I watched, I watched the Exo Tour Life, which Exo Tour Life is a song by Little Uzi, if if you never heard that, and that episode was crazy. Um, 
Oh my goodness! It, it was about a, a neglected teenage daughter that was wealthy that was throwing drug parties, and and her and her boyfriend got into it. And if you know the the hook and the exo tour life, I don't really care if you cry. Um, look me in the eyes. I'm not afraid to die. That thing came full circle in that episode. And man, was that thing fire. Uh, I watched a deep cover episode the other day. Um, deep cover from the song from Snoop back in the day. That episode was fire. Shout out to Mac Wilds. He, he, he did a hell of a job acting in that episode. Um... I watched the My Life episode uh, with Mary J. Blige. My Life, that song was was that that song was is classic. Any Mary J. I mean, Mary J. is a legend, so let's not let's not downplay that. Mary J. is a legend. Um, but that episode was fire. This and this is um, season two of Tales, I believe. Yeah, season two. Um, season one. Was was just as good as, as season two has been so far. So, um, if you haven't watched it, please do. Uh, it's a series that I, I'd like to see continued on. I'm still trying to I'm still trying to watch the the Bodak Yellow episode, but that looks fire. Got Lil Duval in it, so that that episode looks fire. Um, they got my mind playing tricks on me episode that I ain't see yet, which is from the Ghetto Boys and Slippery Amigo song. That I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy, man. It, it's gonna be crazy. So, shout out to to Irv and the hip hop songs that he's he's paying homage to. In these tales episodes, because if you ain't if you ain't never seen tales, yeah, check it out and definitely check it out. Um, speaking of hip hop, we had a couple albums come out this week. Uh, Snoop dropped an album. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm, I mean, Snoop's a legend, so he's a megastar. So I'm sure the album is is definitely fire. Uh, Young Thug dropped the album. Um, I I did hear it, and it was, it was very, it was very good. That just goes to show you where I'm at in my my hip hop life. I ain't listened to Snoop yet, but I just, I just listened to Young Thug. Yeah, I got, I'm all backwards right now. Um, but yeah, but that Young Thug album was was definitely fire. The first track was was I, I believe the highlight of the of the project. Um, the track he got with Gunna was was very good. Uh, Surf that song was fire. Bad Bad with Lil Baby was fire. Um, he, he I mean you know he had a couple of songs that he did on his own that was that was pretty good. Um, the London which was the the single that he released with with Travis was obviously a um, a banger. Um, Currency dropped the album. Hot August Nights. I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet. Um, QC dropped the album, which is super long. I mean, like I think thirty something tracks, thirty six tracks. A quality control album, which is a lot of tracks to get to. So it's it's going to take me a while to get to that. 
Um, and we also got coming out this Friday, I believe, is Jeezy, Thug Motivation. Or maybe, I'm not sure, wait a minute, I'm not sure if it's called Thug Motivation, but it's the the sequel to Thug Motivation, I believe, which was, of course, a a classic. Um, If you know anything about Jeezy's catalog, that Thug Motivation, Let's Get It, was that 101, that joint was is a classic. You could still listen to that right now, and that's going to ride all the way through. No no skips, no nothing. Like, that's going to go. So I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that coming out this weekend. Um, give me something to ride to. Uh, Sway Lee dropped a couple of tracks, uh, one with Drake and one by itself. Um, looking forward to hearing those. I kind of want to see where, where Sway Lee is going to go with his career. But it seems like him and Slim Jimmy are still together. Um, but Sway is, is still doing uh, doing his thing, his solo thing. So I kind of want to see where that goes. I'm interested to hear what that, that uh, him and Drake track sounds like won't be late. Especially because they, they have similar cadences in regards to how their, you know, their melodies and and how they how they do their music when they're going in their R and B bag, so I, it's interested. To, I do want to hear that record, but yeah. So we did. I mean, yeah. So we had a, a lot of music come out this weekend. That that Snoop. I'm looking forward to listening to that Snoop. Um, he got a track on there with with Lil Duval that I want to hear, which I know got to be a banger because everything Duval on right now is is fire. Uh, you got a track with Wiz. You know, I'm looking forward to that track with Chris Brown. Track with Slick, Slick Rick, which is, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, for those that don't know, Slick Rick is a legend. So I'm looking forward to listening to that. And, you know, I should have some time to hopefully get to that this weekend. Um, look, Listen, I'm, I'm, and let me put this out there, man. If you got enough time to listen to all the projects that are coming out, like, in a timely fashion, man, shout out to you. You got a lot of time on your hands, man, because all this music that keep coming out, to be able to listen to it and and, and digest it, not only just listen to it, listen to it and digest it and, and then form an opinion on it, yeah, you, you got some time on your hands, man, because I don't have enough time to listen to all that music. I, I mean, I don't. And so I, I, there's no way I I, I just don't. Um, but I, I'm gonna try to make some time this weekend. I'm taking a little road trip, so I'm gonna try to make some time this weekend to try to listen to a couple of these these projects. Uh, switching switching gears onto, well, well, staying on the same topic in regards to music. Um, I don't know if you guys have been on Twitter the last twenty four hours, but we have um the DMX challenge. Okay, I mean, I'm now these challenges, these challenges are crazy, man. I mean, people take these challenges and they run with them, but I do like this DMX challenge. Um, the DMX challenge is is from the song "What These Females Want." Um, of course, that's those are not actually the that's not actually the title. You take the females out, replace that with something else. But that is uh, the song, and in and in the song, DMX says a lot of women's different names. Um, in the track, so I'm not sure if uh, if you've heard the track or not, but 
He says a lot of different names. Let me see if I can find you a little snippet. Hold up. Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky, Cookie. Well, I met her in the ice cream parlor. Tanya, Diane, Laureen, Carla, Marina, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina, about three kids. So, so, yeah, so that's the song right there. It's a classic record. Um, and why the challenge is basically why DMX is naming those those names. The females that are participating in the challenge, they show different pictures of them with different hairstyles looking like a different woman each day. I like it, man. I like it. I, I like it a lot. OK, I'm, I'm enjoying watching some of these videos um it's amazing that women what they can do with their hair their makeup uh and how they can change and be a different woman each day that is uh yeah i like it man that is that is a way to keep your man um satisfied and, and keep him from from straying away like if he wants a different woman you just bring a different woman a different day that's all so that's that's basically what the challenge is so um i like it I, I like what I'm seeing uh, in regards to what, what they're doing with this challenge. I'm a fan, okay? I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I'm a fan. And one one thing that, that men like is, is something different. You know, that that is part of the reason why sometimes men stray uh, and, and they go other, other places for, for things they want is because sometimes women don't, they stay the same and they don't know how to keep things spicy. But that, that DMX challenge is, is definitely something that, that I like, man. Uh, and that, that brings me to a topic that they had on the Breakfast Club um, about cheating. It, it, it was a question to, to uh, ask ye, ask ye question on, on her segment of the show where a guy has been married for 12 years and he recently got caught texting a female. Um, and it's the fourth time he's been caught. But it's been different females every time. Um, the flip side of the whole thing is that his wife is very inexperienced. She only satisfies him on Father's Day and birthdays. Um, he has to beg for sex. Um, it's been going on for a long time. And the man has decided to call it quits because he doesn't want to keep making the same mistake over and over again and cheating on his wife. Oh, my, mind you, black men don't cheat. So shout out to him for, for getting out of the relationship, knowing that he was going to cheat. And he, he, he doesn't want to cheat on his wife, but he misses his wife, but he doesn't want to be in a sexless marriage. So I, I guess part of the thing is is how important is sex in a relationship? Um, is it that important to the point where you will leave your partner in regards to, to not being satisfied in the bedroom? Um, I'm gonna say I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this. I believe sex is is very important um, in a relationship. But part of part of sex in, in relationships is chemistry. I think if the chemistry is not there, then the relationship sexually is not going to be there. 
there has to be some sort of chemistry in order for the sexual relationship to exist and to reach the heights that you wanted to reach. So I believe chemistry is more important than sex. So apparently the, this man and his, his wife, their chemistry is not off. He must not make her um, feel as if she should open up to him to, to do the things that that he wants her to do in the bedroom. So I'm not going to say it's all the woman's fault. I'm going to say it, it's it's 50-50, I would say. But there are certain things that a man has to do in order to make a woman want to um, reach her sexual peak. And I'm not talking about, like, while they're having sex. I'm talking about prior to that. Um, whether it be the hugs, the kisses, um, affection, things like that. So those those things will make a woman comfortable and will open up to you. And then, you know, then sexually you can kind of reach the, the heights that you would like to reach. So is it okay for him to be cheating on her based on that? I'm going to say no. At the same time, though, um, he, he, also, he also has to realize that there are some things that that's there's something missing in their relationship. I'm not sure what it is, but there's something missing. So, I mean, if you to continue to hurt her based on you not being satisfied, kind of proves that they maybe shouldn't be together. Um, or or they need some sort of therapy. And there's nothing wrong with going to therapy and trying to figure things out. Uh, I've, it appears to me as if the communication is off a little bit because I'm not sure if he's expressing this to to her or not. Um, but I, I believe that there's some things lacking, and I think the main thing lacking is the chemistry and the communication, which in, in a relationship are kind of two of the main important things. So... Um, and, and which goes back to the DMX challenge that, you know, ironically, if, if his wife, um, was spicing things up and maybe changing her hairstyle and maybe changing her looks, um, it would probably make him a lot more interested in trying to please her in other ways, um, affectionately so you know so there there seems to be some disconnect but i would like to i would like to think that after eight years if you don't know you know how to turn your wife on or the wife doesn't know how to turn um her husband on then something's definitely wrong okay something is definitely wrong oh wait a minute i'm Oh, is that Nia? Yes, that is Nia Long. Yeah, I'm sitting here watching In Too Deep. Um, classic movie, uh, Oh Cool J, Nia Long, Omar Epps. And Nia Long is definitely uh, one of the better women of our generation. Um, Love Jones, In Too Deep. She, she is, uh, she's a stunner. Believe it, believe it, please. If you haven't seen this movie, In Too Deep, uh, Oh Cool J, and... Um, it plays a, a drug dealer 
Omar Ops plays an undercover cop trying to take down LL Cool J. Classic movie. And 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 speaking of LL, I don't want to take it away. LL, he has he has a couple classic movies on under his belt. Uh, this being one of them, um, Deep Blue Sea being another one. But let me let me not uh, get off topic. But Nia Long, she threw me off a little bit, man. She she bad bad in the mind. Let me not get off topic though. But back back to this whole relationship and cheating thing. Um yeah, so we. You know, after eight years, you should you should know your woman, you should know your man, your partner, um, enough to to have some sort of sexual chemistry and open lines of communication to the point where things like this do not happen. Should they be together? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no. Um, should they potentially, you know? S- see a therapist marriage counselor i'm gonna say yeah that's that that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say yeah but i i do know this much a man not being satisfied uh, in the bedroom is eh, it may cause him to stray a little bit it it may um you know there's only been so much that you know what i mean that a man will go without but you know, but like I said, there, there are things that a man has to do in order to create the environment to be sexually satisfied by his woman. So I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of go end it on that note, man. You know what I mean? I'll end it on that note. But he, a man must create the the environment for a woman to feel comfortable enough to open up in. Um, now the, the men probably gonna hate that I said that. <laughs> But I, I gotta keep it real, you know what I mean. I got I gotta keep it real, man. There has to be an environment uh, for a woman to feel, you know, wanted by her man sexually. Because women, women are, you know, they they do a, a lot of what they they go off is is on emotion, um, feelings, uh, touch. Like they're 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 sensitive. So you have to learn to tap into their mind um, before you can tap into their body, so to speak. So that is, man, here here we go with this time again, man. I mean, to tell you, these these segments be going quick, man. I got I got a couple of minutes left to talk to y'all. And um, I want to, speaking of, um, you know, finer black women and, and uh Nia Long and Gabrielle Union. Shout out to Chili. Um, another challenge, the Captions Challenge. She killed it dancing to that caption song um that that's by her son. Okay. The song is is it sounds pretty good. The song sounds very good actually. Um but Chili's I don't know if you've seen the video or not yet, but but check it out. But um the uh her dancing um with the other with the other people that she's dancing with is fire. Chili still got it. She one of the better women uh out here. Shout out to TLC. Um you know, rest in peace left eye. But Killy, Chili, she killed that child. she killed it. she killed it, man. She killed it, yo. 
Um, it's her son's song, Tron Austin, I believe is his name. The song is not out yet. I, I believe it's just on SoundCloud. But the song is fire. Um, Chili dancing in it is legendary, yo. <laughs> is legendary, man. I mean, the fact she can still move like that. I don't know how old Chili is, but she still look like a young girl. But she, her and these, these two other girls, man, do they, they break this record down. They made, they made me want to get out there and start dancing. And I got two left feet. I can't dance to save my life. But she was breaking it down. I'm, I'm sitting there watching the joint right now. And she was going in. Chili is, is a, a national treasure. You know, okay? Her TLC, T-Boz, I mean, they're national treasures, man. They are not to be touched or they are not to be messed with, man. Let let them live in peace and, and and be happy, man. Don't be messing with them. Shout out to Left Eye, like I said. Rest in peace to her. Speaking of uh, Left Eye, um, and the rest in peace, I don't know if you guys know, I mean, she was in Honduras trying to uh, get some healing from Dr. Sevi. And Dr. Sebi, uh, Sebi Sebi, uh, it's kind of hard to pronounce the, the last name, but um, his family was just on a breakfast club on an interview um, great interview. Make sure y'all check it out. Uh, it's on the Breakfast Club YouTube channel. Um, great interview where they kind of talk about how he was not, um, there was not a conspiracy to kill him. But um, I only got a couple minutes left. But just a quick rundown. Dr. Sevi had cured AIDS, cancer, um, a lot of other diseases um, based on natural holistic healing. And he ended up dying in jail. And his family did an interview um, where you can still get his products online. And his family did an interview on The Breakfast Club. Just let you know, you know, where you can get those projects and or where you can get those uh, products. I'm sorry, products and and how they are still available. And they're still very, very useful. Um, so if you get a chance, check that out. Breakfast Club YouTube channel. Um, time is time has went bad, man. Time has has went bad. Um, yeah, man. I, I I've enjoyed this episode. Uh, went bad very quickly. Um, but we're gonna do an episode this weekend, which is which is gonna be crazy. I'm gonna do that one out of town. I, I believe I'm gonna have some guests. My first guest, uh, on the You Got It podcast. So that's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun times. But we'll we'll have we'll have some guests this this next episode. Um and that, that's all I got for y'all today, man. So um Hasta La Vista, Arriva Darche, Buenas Noches. Uh thank you for listening. Peace and blessings. Deuces. <laughs>